We went into it kind of with the mindset of this board's going to be huge, especially if you're south of like the 50 yard line. Okay. Like if you're south of it and you're looking up at the board, it's going to feel like an IMAX basically. <laughs> Welcome to the Dactronics Experience Podcast. I'm Justin Oxner here with Matt Anderson. Matt, Hello. how you doing? I'm doing great today. Who are we interviewing today? We are interviewing Nick, and we are at Empower Field at Mile High Stadium right now. So we appreciate you and, and Louie in the back, and everyone that here has been uh, very welcoming to us coming here to be able to interview you guys today. So we appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah, and obviously you've got some new things going on at the stadium, and, and we'll talk about those. But first, can we get a little bit of your history with the Broncos here and, and how kind of you got to your position today? Yeah, um, definitely. I've been here seven seasons now. Uh, started out as a motion graphic designer coming in um, and then kind of found a need that we need a little extra help in the control room. So stepped into a role of managing Thunder Vision control room. Uh, so I work a lot on the live side, uh, managing content, getting all the systems up and ready for game day. Those type of things that sort of fall out of, you know, the engineering scope of uh, work on a game day. Yeah, and starting out in graphic design, is it something that you were always, you know, sports and graphic design? Like, is that kind of what you went to college for? Like, is it, uh, give me a little history as to how you kind of got into that even. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, I, and yeah, in college I did a um, – I got two degrees. One was in video production and one was in advertising. Um, advertising was kind of the fallback if video production didn't work out. <laughs> okay. Because luckily it did a few years later. Um and yeah, luckily I uh, had a friend of mine that worked in the sports industry. And so started talking to him and then got connected with my friend and jumped in the professional side of things once I graduated college and um, started out uh, video editing motion graphics and just kind of kept working on the motion graphics side of that. And then, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, how things evolve in the sports industry is one thing leads into the next yep. and kind of got more into the live side as things have gone on and enjoyed that process. So that's kind of led me to where I am today. Yeah, and, and now you're with the Broncos, and you're, you've got something big and brand new out there in, at the end zone of the stadium. But um, maybe can we talk a little bit about kind of the technology and how it evolved? I, I know you've been here since 2017, I believe. Um, what was it like doing the productions for that um, starting when you when you came? Yeah, um, yeah, it's been quite an evolution. You know, we've kind of upgraded the control room a lot, not the board, but the control room. Um, so there's been a lot of evolution with that. And I'd say um, a lot of it comes down to philosophy of how we use the board, you know, what we're trying to do with it, how we're trying to push it, push it as far as we can, engage fans. Um, and another piece of that's efficiency. That's a big word we use around here a lot. We know sports industry, it's lean a lot of times with your department. So um, a lot of the decisions we make in the control room and around the equipment we buy, the things we do is based on efficiency and, you know, really how we can maximize like everyone's time in there because, the more time you have, the better things you can do, you know, so it frees us up to really push it in that regard. Absolutely. Yeah. And so you said you're the, the manager of Thunder Vision. Can you maybe give us a little bit of a, what's the makeup of it? Like, is yeah. it, I mean, you, your, your position and like, it's kind of like what you're responsible for, but then who's all the people in your group and what, how's that makeup? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, so we're responsible for game days. Um, it's made up of myself. Uh, we have two quasi designers slash IPTV LED kind of gurus that help us out. Okay. So, um, we all do a little bit of uh, graphic design, editing, and then also a little bit on the live side on game days. Um, then we have two engineers, uh, and then um, Pat, who you guys also talk to, that's in charge of, uh, he's in charge of that group and helps out with that as well. And then we have a game entertainment manager, so she handles, you know, scripting, all the on-field performances and stuff. Um, so we're really a full game ops department, um, and then our side of it's the scoreboard. Okay. 
Um, I'm sure as you guys know, and probably a lot of people out there know football is very heavily focused on the scoreboard. (laughs) That's kind of the genesis of the show. So it's, you know, it's, you can't separate one from the other Mm -hmm. and the way that, you know, other sports sometimes do a little more. Yeah. And does that kind of include how you look at the display and say, okay, we're going to use this section for video or this section for stats. Is that kind of all in your department, especially with the the main scoreboard? Yeah. Um, you know, like anything else, we obviously get leadership and ownerships Mm -hmm. input. Um, but yeah, that starts with us and, um, Kind of as you were asking about the old board, it's an interesting one. Our old one was very long and narrow. So we had three or four probably different layouts since I've been here. I felt like every year we were just changing it up, you know, tweaking it here and there. Um, So now with our new one, it's more square. Uh, We can put a 16 by 9 window on it without it being cropped. And so it's allowed us to maximize the viewing window for the fans, but then also have a good healthy amount of space for stats without it being too much or too little. Um, You know, the past... We ran into issues with, you know, sponsor logos taking over too much, too little, you know, mm-hmm. kind of all of that. So we've worked really hard on trying to find a happy medium there. Um, and then also we, with that, we would then run into like empty spaces where it's like, well, what do we do with this? You know, um, we experiment with a lot of things. We learned a lot, a lot worked really well, but in a lot of that will come into this new board in different ways. But I think overall our new board we're excited it, it cleans up that layout you know it makes it a lot simpler mm-hmm. for the rest of us um i talked about efficiency like we'll mm-hmm. we'll be a lot more efficient um but yet we still have the real estate that we can do different board looks that are kind of nods to the old day no fan will realize that but you know like we'll do things that it's like well this used to work really well how do we do that on the new board mm-hmm. sure and bring it in there so, so uh, before we go any further the new display we, we've kind of talked about it a little bit we've we've led into it i'm going to run through some quick facts here Here we go it's the, the fifth largest board in the NFL. The main video board is 72 feet high by 225 feet wide. It'll have the largest 16 by 9 video space in the league. So it's 77% larger than the previous. <laughs> and that's that's just the main display. I'm not talking about the other 24 displays that we're, <laughs> we're working on in and around the stadium here. But that's, that's the real estate that you have at your disposal now. So you, you said some of these things worked with the other one, and maybe you'll do a nod to that in the new one. So I'm, I'm guessing you're playing around with a lot of what you can do on that real estate today? Yeah, exactly. It's um the big thing is, is like you said, it's it's significantly taller, mm-hmm. um, and there's just more real estate. So when in our planning stages, we'll mock things up, you know, and have it on like a laptop here in the conference room and show it to everybody. And everyone's like, oh yeah, that works, you know, and kind of think about it on the TV. And it's like you have to keep reminding people, like, keep in mind, this is going to be seventy some odd feet high when it's <laughs> yeah. out there. Yeah, I think that's what having just turned it on for the first time a few weeks ago is like. All right, well we don't need this lower third to be eight stories tall, you know, like we can like, (laughs) we can shrink it down and still fit a lot more information on it. So it's kind of, I'd say that's the game we're playing right now is like what's legible text versus what's, you know, normal for a broadcast window kind of thing. And yeah, it's, it's been comical at points. You know, we, I think we flew the Anthem lower third for the first time, like a week ago. And it was just (laughs) like, (laughs) yeah, it was insanely big. So all right, dial that back, you know? Sure. Yeah. But it, to expand upon that, it, it does open up, you know, we can do two boxes on the board and it's two, you know, 16 by nine windows that were basically bigger than what our old 16 by nine window was, you know? <laughs> so it's things like that where all of a sudden we can start thinking in terms of like multiple windows on the screen at once. Sure. Um, whereas before we were, you know, kind of boxed in a weird sort of portion. It wasn't even 16 by nine, you know, we were center cropping stuff. So yeah. okay. it helps a lot with that. Yeah, definitely. it's definitely you, the analogy of, or you talking about showing it on the laptop and then seeing it in person, right? It's nothing ever compares to seeing it in person because we mentioned when we got here earlier, we got out and got to see the board on here before yep. we came in here. 
and we've seen some pictures. I know there's a couple of videos that were out on Twitter that fired up, and mm -hmm. it's yeah, that looks pretty big. But when we came out into the bowl here earlier, just before we came back in, it was like, oh my, <laughs> yeah, that is 72 feet. Like yeah. that is a really big display. So. <laughs> Seeing it in person, 72 feet tall seems larger than, yes. than just hearing the number, right? Yeah, <laughs> it, it's definitely been eye. I mean, we've been watching it, you know, build. So it's like watching a kid grow. You know, you don't <laughs> sure. notice it, but like. <laughs> Um, Bucky, the horse statue on the top, yeah. I think it's 27 feet. I'm not sure it's something in there. They took him off the old board, mm -hmm. revitalized him or whatever, brought him back and put it back on. And it was weird to see how much smaller to me he looks on the new board yeah. versus the old <laughs> one. Cause he didn't change sizes, but the board, the board is way did. bigger now. Right. Yeah. So it's like that kind of seeing him go back on was sort of that moment for me where I was like, Whoa. This is big, you yeah, know. <laughs> so you help out a lot with the content and everything, and the the main video is no doubt the crown jewel, right? It's the one that every it's the thing that everyone looks at. Mm -hmm. But you mentioned also the other twenty four displays. There's so many other displays around the stadium. Does your group also help with those as well, or is it kind of yeah? yeah we always call things like in bowl means you know ribbons, main videos, and out of bowl is sweets and different things like that. So I didn't know like how does your group work with all the different displays? Yeah. So, um, we were a part of that too. Um, Pat definitely kind of led that one up, um, you know, on the concourse, but we're, you know, again, sort of from the content programming side of things. So there's, um, gosh, I don't even know all the boards. There's at least one on the concourse <laughs> that we're excited about that will yes. give us the ability to do like force perspective graphics, oh, yes, make it kind awesome. of pop out. Um, so we've been playing a lot with that and are excited to see that one, you know, going here shortly. Um, and then quite a few in the clubs that we were part of. And that was really just about, you know, the, the fan experience mm -hmm. that we had TVs in there before and I mostly projectors, you know, and stuff like oh. that. So it just didn't have that sort of vibe to it. Yeah. Um, you know, like emitting light kind sure. of hits you in the face yep. and, uh, just walking through the other day, it's the same thing of, you know, there's bars in these clubs. You can sit at the bar and before it was like, oh yeah, the game's kind of up there, you know, right. whatever. <laughs> now those things are just going to hit you in the face because they're bigger, they're brighter, they'll be cleaner image, you know, crisper. Um, and it has, we, we've had the conversation, it'll mostly be like red zone, our game on game days and stuff oh, yeah. on those, a lot of those displays, but it does start to come into, you know, like, hey, can we get an ad up there? Like, how can we integrate <laughs> yeah. more things, you know, and stuff like that. And it's, I think the more or less stories, you know, in our world, sometimes adding an ad is a scary thought, but we have enough real estate now that there's places we can start putting logos in and integrating it, you know, with like stats or something. Oh yeah. And not having and, it be so much in your face. Yeah. 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 So, it, you know, adding, adding something to the fan experience while adding something to the partner at the same time, you know, um, yep. kind of making that work. So there's a lot of those conversations still happening <laughs> and evolving. And I think for the fans that are lucky enough to be in our club spaces, I think they're they're really going to notice the difference. Absolutely, I think you know, I've used this in. this story before, but it made me think of it. We talked with Texas A and M way back, and they mm -hmm. had put uh, street furniture LED displays around the football stadium. Yeah, that's right. And they made a point not to sell any ads on it the first year because they were treating them as ad bait. Mm. And so all <laughs> they do is just run um, like their own team stuff. And then it, everyone saw it, and then all of a sudden, all the people that came to the games that are you know business owners in town or different people approach them to say, how can I get on there? Cause they noticed there was no ads on it. Yeah. So they went the whole first season called it ad bait. And then during the off season, they let everyone come to them essentially to, to put in <laughs> for the ads and stuff yeah. like that. It's a smart way to go about it. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, I, I wouldn't say we're doing that with like the yeah. forest perspective, but like that is kind of one of those things where, um, we just didn't have a sales model for a period of time and we were building our marketing because we were like, we want this to be a Broncos thing where you come and take a photo in front of it or, oh, yeah. you know, that wow moment. We don't just want it to be overrun by sponsorship ads. Um, 
so we we like invested in you know the marketing on it and so now we are opening it up to like all right yeah like how do we get the ads in here how do we you know open up that inventory and stuff um no one's seen it yet so it's not quite the ad bait type mentality (laughs) but you know did kind of come into it first with like the broncos first perspective Mm -hmm. and then you know let's figure out how to add that stuff in and utilize it you know i think maybe to the the larger question of all this that's that's the whole thing. We have so much more real yeah. estate, so much of all this. It's, it's us learning how to use it. Um, and like anybody else, we're trying to be forward thinking and get ahead of it. But there's some things just until the boards are lit up, you just don't know how it's going to be. It's gonna go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that force perspective display is, is going to be cool. I've, I've got the dimensions here. It's seven <laughs> feet high by 28 feet wide. Yeah. So that's kind of what we're talking about when we're talking that force perspective display in the main concourse. And then there's also 10 club displays and a bunch of vomitory displays, and then the, the opposite corner end zone displays that are being installed this mm-hmm. year. So um, with all that technology coming in, did you you said you kind of got to see it grow, right? Um, w- do you know what, um, what it was like from a project management aspect to see all the work going on and the coordination behind the scenes? Yeah. Um, yeah, watching it was a real treat. I'll say that yeah. <laughs> just like... <laughs> I know nothing about construction, so just seeing kind of the way, you know, like the scaffolding and everything's, mm-hmm. you know, erected back there was just like, wow, this is fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say, luckily, like I'm not the point person on that, mm-hmm. so I didn't have to deal with the stressful parts of it necessarily <laughs> sure, either. Sure. Um, but I will say, like, it, it was a lot of fun to um, to see, to be a part of, and it was very surprising how efficient it really was and how it did come together. Because I'm sure you guys get from, like, my perspective on the content, it's like, all right, well... Mm-hmm. Is there going to be a hiccup getting the steel and then that's going to delay this, this, and this, or are there going to be hiccups? And there really weren't any, you know, I'm sh- there were little things you hear about here and there, but yep. it, nothing that ever slowed anything down or made any like, you know, delays on stuff. And so it was fun to watch because it was like, all right, well, like the board should be lit up next week. And you're yeah. watching them kind of put the last mods on and you're like, really? Can they really do it that fast? <laughs> you know, like we're asking all these questions and we're a little panicked. Yeah. And then like, you know, next thing you know, the board's lit up and good to go. And so it... I think from that perspective, it was, it was really cool to just see it all come together and see how fast certain points would go. Okay. Um, it was kind of yeah. like you were excited waiting to see it turned on so you could actually put some content <laughs> yes, on. Get, yeah. get more into the weeds of your job there. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And, you know, like we see the renderings and, you know, a few different things changed about it. You're kind of like, well, how is this going to look, you mm-hmm. know, and not quite sure. So it was like every day, just something different. Um, and I, I think at this point, it seems like it's pretty well done. I mm-hmm. I think they're buttoning up a few things, but as far as I know, cosmetically, I think it's, it is what it is. So it's fun to see the final product, you know, and yeah. what it is. <laughs> so if you, um, so I, I keep trying to think of, you mentioned it of now we get to do something with it as you watch it growing up. So or I watch it grow up. Right. <laughs> um, but then is it, you made some rendering, some content ahead of time, but as soon as they say, yeah, it's on, it's ready. Do you just, then it's, I mean, it's go time for you right away, right? Your feet got to be running when you hit the ground. Cause do you go through and then just test all your renders to see if it works? And then it does. Now we actually make the content we're going to use. Is that kind of how this? Yeah. Going? A little bit of that. Yeah. We've been working with a few, you know, outside companies to help with the content. Um, so yeah, they, we kind of had some test renders to just make sure all the colors and everything's working out. <laughs> and it's kind of been like the past few days, you know, is getting stuff out there. Does it look the way, you know, we think it's going to and yep. stuff like that. And it's, it has. It's been great because not only is it bigger, but we we're, have a better pixel pitch now. So it's yes. like a higher resolution. Yep. It's HDR. You know, there's all those nice little things that, though you're viewing from far away, might not notice those subtle details. But, you know, like the trained eyes, you know, like us, mm-hmm. when you turn it on and put up like a nice image, it's like, man, we used to turn that on and the image was still good, but yep. just not the same. And now 
to be able to see like how much the detail translates to the board is, is really incredible. That's probably been what I've been most excited about kind of being a motion graphics yeah. person is, is seeing that detail um, translate across. And we know sure. it's something to say, keeping up with like the living room experience at home mm-hmm. and everything. So it's the, I mean, the 16 by nine ratio, right? So you can see replays a lot sharper, just like you would at home. But then HDR, you even mentioned that. I would say it's a trend kind of right now. Most people are starting to get it. Most new boards yeah. that come in. But I mean, was that kind of a huge thing too, to hear that it it's HDR? Does that affect the content that you make then? Yeah. Um, yeah, it is a big one. <laughs> <laughs> Bigger file sizes? Or is yeah. This just, yeah. <laughs> a little scary at some points. Um, I mean, that turned into the conversation, you know, of like, hey, we're getting a new board, but we also need like new monitors and computer. You know, there's oh, yeah. just... There, that kind of turns into that larger conversation okay. of like, there's a pipeline behind us and stuff. Um, we've navigated some of it. Um, I don't want to call them shortcuts, but found like the workflow, you know, to get like, mo- like all of our content is SDR. So okay. we don't have HDR content going backwards, you know, we'll have it going forwards, but mm-hmm. not backwards. So sure. it's, how do we deal with those things and get it going forward? Um, you know, so with that being said, like we've converted a lot of things and got it there. It, it'll probably shine more as an HDR board, you know, a year or two down the road. I hate to say that, but that's kind of the reality than yeah. it will tomorrow. Um, but the one thing that I will say with HDR that I think has hit all of us in the face is the biggest noticeable difference is our cameras. Okay. So our live show cameras with that HDR board is, I mean, they were nice cameras to begin with and <laughs> yeah. it would have been a difference, but now it's just like infinitely more. Um, and something to that is being an outdoor stadium. We always deal with the shadow coming across the oh, field. Yeah. We always oh, have like yeah. two o'clock games being in our time zone and stuff. Mm-hmm. The shadow always comes across the field. It's always an issue for the shader and stuff. We haven't been able to test it yet because we're in the middle of summer, but yep. we still see shadows and stuff. That HDR is going to help, you know, a ton. So that. Yeah. So that's where I think we're most excited for Sweet. with okay. the HDRs. Yeah. That yeah. Area. And, and you've been testing some content. And, and maybe playing around with different layouts. Is there anything you're really excited to unveil this year with the new board? Or is it more like we're going to slowly unveil this thing and, and build upon it year after year? I mean, usually that's what happens. Like you can see what you can do mm-hmm. and you kind of, what is Gain it? You confidence. Give, you give them the keys to the car and you hope they don't crash. Just hope it. you don't yeah. crash <laughs> right away. Yep. Let's, let's pull this thing out of the garage and let everybody look at it. Is there anything you're excited to kind of put up there or, or anything you're looking forward to? Yeah. Um, you know, at the moment, I'd probably say it's the graphics package we've been working on because um, we went into it kind of with the mindset of this board's going to be huge, especially if you're south of like the 50 yard line. Okay. Like if you're south of it and you're looking up at the board, it's going to feel like an IMAX basically. <laughs> yeah. So we kind of went into it with that, like, all right, let's make our graphics bigger than reality, make them feel huge, low camera angles, you know, a little wider lens type feel to it in the 3d stuff. Um, just to really like hit you in the face. So I'm excited for that, like just full board graphic, you know, truly rendered feel to that and just see how that affects the fans, you know, like how it hits them in the face and yeah. mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Cause I, I think that's going to be a big impact to the board is, you know, we go full board with a different graphic on that. Like you, you can't not notice, you know, right. it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's right there eye, in yeah. your face. Yeah. See it even if you don't want to, yeah. with that said, we do have a few tricks, you know, like I said, like the two box thing, I think that's going to be a fun oh, one that yeah. we can do a lot and still see, um, you know, little things like that, that, that I don't, I, the fans will notice, but I don't think they'll be like, oh, that's a cool new feature. Like everyone's seen a two box before. Yes. Yeah. But I think we'll be able to use that stuff in ways that we haven't before, and that'll be fun. Um, so, yeah, there, there's some of that. Some stuff we experimented last year with kind of moving the video window around a little more, making that more dynamic. Okay. Um, so, like last year, we'd slide it to the side and fly in like our live noise meter and oh. stuff. So, um, we're still working on vetting some of that out and <laughs> translating that to the new board. So, I. I hope we have that up and running for the first game, but you know, stuff like that will be fun to, that's maybe the grow into stage of mm-hmm. it. Um, 
yeah, I think those are some of the some of the fun things <laughs> yeah. we're excited for. <laughs> I mean, even like you're mentioning the changes that get made as the season goes on. And I I was here back in the was it 2013 when the other board can't had come yep. up though, and I came out here and met with Pat then and others too. And I want to say it was either, and I might be off my time, it was either the first year or second year that Peyton was here. Um, but I remember them saying in the control room that that was a big thing of his is that the crowd was always really loud. And when the offense took the field, they needed yeah. to be more quiet. So they came to the, the game day production staff and asked them to make content to say, everyone quiet down. Quiet. Now kind yeah. of makes it offense be quiet. at work. Yeah, <laughs> offense at work was it. But it was just one yeah. of those. I know you were not here in 2013, but it was one of those things that clicked in my head. I remember them telling that yeah. story of that kind of stuff. That's held on for sure. It's We still do a <laughs> yeah. lot of that. Yeah. Um, that's pretty important here. And, you know, that that might change. You know, I've heard different things from, like, our quarterback and stuff on, you know, his preferences. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that's a big one. And, I mean, just to kind of stack on top of that, it's it's impressive. Our fan base is very educated. Yeah. So, like, they picked up on that quick. And till this day, you know, they'll hold on to they that. They it. understand, like, their time and their place to be loud and to be quiet. Um and that fits into some of our other game day production. That's the thing. Like, we throw a big third down graphic on the scoreboard. They don't need to read it to be told what to do. You know, like, <laughs> right. like yeah. they know. So that's we kind of bring that into it. It's like, well, how do we just make this more fun and atmospheric? You know, more mm-hmm. of like a theatrical production. Yeah. Than really like prompting them, and and it is funny because we get that question sometimes internally, like. Are you guys really telling them to get loud? And it's like, no, it's just, you know, it's part of the ambiance of being yep. at a game, you know. Like, yeah. Everyone knows, you know. <laughs> they it's, know what to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm even thinking, because we've been talking about, I mean, a lot of the different displays, but there's the other two on the other side even mm-hmm. that used to be Trivisions, I believe they were called. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, it was just occurring to me while we are talking, though, is how do you handle creating in-game content for this gigantic display and then also i mean they're good size displays don't get me wrong but they're not Mm -hmm. 72 feet tall yeah so i don't know like how does that kind of go like are you creating two different sets of kind of zoned out looks during the game or yeah um yeah that's actually a great one that probably ties into a few of the earlier questions too um so some of the stuff we are creating you know two different versions of like pump Mm -hmm. videos and stuff for which we've historically done so that works um but we are experimenting with and really close to right now a template that we can build for the south board and it will work for the north board as well. There will just be like a small crop factor on it, basically. Um, so we're really excited about that. Okay. Um, and that's something that that we've really focused on. Like, the, So in the past years, our board is very long and narrow, like I said. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times, like the, the show on the south board is different than the show on the north board. Mm-hmm. And we kind of focused on the south board, you know, it's just like, oh, this doesn't work on the north board. You know, yeah. they just mm-hmm. like, unfortunately, it won't be the They're same. Different. <laughs> yeah. Now, there's very few things right now at this moment that don't mirror each other on those two boards. Um, and that's been a, like a strong point of emphasis for us. It's like, hey, how do we make sure no matter where you're sitting, you see everything? Okay. Um, so, yeah, to your point, that's been a like. You know, from like the scoring GIP to like lower thirds, all that. We're trying to make sure that it hits every board okay. the same, so that you're getting that same information. Um, and that was something we had tri visions before, which yep. is kind of a running joke around here a little bit, you know. Um, <laughs> and those are all digital now, so it was like we kind of worked, you know, on reworking the ads and how mm-hmm. that's all going to work, um, the GIPs, the stats. But because of that, we can take over that full space now, yeah. and that again opens up a lot of opportunity. Um, you know, it. The south board gets all the attention because it's yeah. so big. Yeah. But you're yeah. right. The we almost open up more capabilities on the north boards than we did previously by going fully digital. Yeah. You're not losing anybody then. It's I mean everyone can yeah. see that board, but if it is directly up above behind me, yeah. <laughs> I mean you still probably be able to read it and stuff, but then at least you can watch the game and still see right. the other sides. Well, and we're even you know going to the the point of um, making sure both have split feeds. So the majority of the time they'll have the same feed on both okay. northeast and northwest board. Okay. 
But, you know, when we talk about going to like those two boxes on the south boards, we might split the feeds on the north boards. So then generally speaking, you can always view one or the other, or okay. you'll view one and sure. the south board. So this way, everyone's seeing like the split feeds and things like that. Yeah, um, you're not missing any or leaving. Yeah, out. there's no right. bad seat. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's the goal, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So with all that, is there anything that we haven't covered that you're like really excited for for this upcoming season, other than just having all these new um, tech, technology and toys at your at your disposal? <laughs> yeah, um, I'd say that that's probably what I'm most excited for. You know, it's yeah. it is kind of like you guys said, like you're just trying to get the car out of the garage without crashing right now, and. <laughs> yep. And I, you know, I think, you know, like check back in, you know, a couple of months and we're probably, you know, super excited about something we just launched or some new technology that we didn't quite fully harness at this point, you know, and growing into it. But, um, but yeah, I just, you know, the size of the board is a big one for us. That's something we've battled for a long time. We had a good size board, but just the shape yeah. and everything we battled for a while. Um, and then like you said, just all the other boards that can go yeah. with it, all the areas that we can really grow is, is really, I think the most exciting part of it. Yeah, sure. it's, it sounds exciting. I'm excited to try and come back here and, and see a game. I yeah, believe we'll be, we'll be back here later to check that out and see how it is when, when a game's <laughs> happening on the field. So, um, yeah. yeah, thanks for taking the time to sit down with us today. I was yeah. going to say thanks for inviting us here because the last time we were just talking about is you came to Brookings oh, yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> in South Dakota in March, which is fun. So this is pretty much the same kind of set, setup yeah. that, yeah. that you just came to. But. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, no, we appreciate you coming in though uh, and talking with us today. This has been good chat. Yeah, thank you guys. Appreciate being on here. Yeah, thank you. We're here today on the Dactronics Experience Podcast with Pat Jordan of the Denver Broncos. Pat, how you doing? I'm doing great, guys. How are you? Doing pretty good. Matt, how you doing over I'm here? Doing good. good to see Pat again after what we said about 10 years was the last time. So I may have seen you between now and then, but yeah, we yeah. did something very similar about 10 years ago when technology was a lot different. Yeah, I will try and dig that up and we'll put that in show notes if we can find it later. Yeah. But. Yeah, right. sounds good to me. <laughs> but maybe for our listeners then um, that didn't see that back then and probably stuff <laughs> right. has changed, could you give a little introduction as to, you know, kind of the, the joke is what do you say you do here, but uh, kind of what your title is and then what areas do you focus on for the Broncos? Yeah, I'm the uh, Director of Broadcast and Technology, so I work with on the, with the engineers, the stadium audiovisual engineers, on uh, making sure all the uh, stadium systems uh, operate on a daily basis and for Broncos game days. And how long have you been doing this? I've been uh, with the Broncos and the stadium since 2001. Okay. So it's been a, been a few years. It's been a couple years uh, with the Rockies prior to that over at All Coors right. Field. Uh, came over here about mid-season in 2001, which was the first season of the stadium. So okay. I know where all the uh, bodies are buried and <laughs> where the ghosts uh, spend their evenings. Yeah, so. This is why you're still here. You got all the secrets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, we, we make sure that, you know, we, we do a lot of events in this building on top of uh, – uh, football. So mm-hmm. we we're, have our hands in all of that. We make sure that uh, all the technology is uh, operating on a daily basis. So, And with your role that since you've been here, has I'm guessing it has changed a little bit or were you in the same position kind of the whole time or how has that evolved? Yeah, when I, when I came here in 2001, um, they contracted all the um, production services out to a contractor. Um, and most stadiums, as you know, they're just not a football stadium anymore. They're a, a pretty heavy event facility mm-hmm. um first few events that they had here at the stadium didn't go very well because they didn't have anyone here to manage uh the audio visual systems at the stadium so it opened up an opportunity for me um which i was very hesitant i really liked my days at the rockies uh 
thought I was more of a baseball guy than a football guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but thought I was going to go from about uh, an 81, 82 game uh, season to uh, 10 games. Uh, boy, was I uh, shocked <laughs> to come to find out that this is a 365-day uh, uh, facility. So, um, so yeah, that's kind of when I came over is, was then. So. Yep. Have you always been into technology then? I mean, like even when you're in the Rockies, were you always just kind of, I mean, I'd say a techie person, but. No, kind of, kind of rolled into it somehow. Okay. Just kind of uh, fell into it a little bit. Thought I wanted to to be more of a producer or kind of traveling with a CBS or a Fox or something like oh, that. Okay. Um, but uh, just kind of, kind of landed into the technology side of things. So nice. Okay. And and we're here at Empower Field a mile high, and we we got to step out and see the the brand new display technology <laughs> you get to work with today. But you were also back here in back uh, in 2013 you were here can you tell us kind of what the the progression of technology in the bowl for video displays has looked like at this stadium uh yeah it's <laughs> the the uh square footage of displays obviously has increased significantly mm -hmm. since 2013 um you know the original displays we had you know the uh what do they call them the dot matrix displays and yep. oh, yeah. up in the north scoreboards our ribbon boards were separated there was like four in each corner um and then we i won't say your competitor at the time we had uh, your one of your competitors here company uh, x at yeah, company x uh it wasn't a sony jumbotron it was somebody else but, okay. Uh, there you go. they served yeah. us well for 13 years i mean sure. that, that was pretty good pretty good uh, longevity on those but we wanted to get bigger better badder so we you know added uh um full ribbon display on the lower and um just added some larger displays on the north and got a little bit bigger on the south um, 10 years ago with displays. And then our control room, we went from uh, you know standard def to HD. Um, and then at the same time, our project included you know sound system upgrade, mm -hmm. television system upgrade. We went you know from just a standard you know uh, RF system to a IPTV system at the time. So 10 years ago, it was a pretty heavy lift. Mm -hmm. um, okay. A lot of major upgrades stadium-wide. Yeah, and it's going to be hard to say now because I know the board has recently just been turned on and still getting things installed. But sure. I don't know if you're, if you're able to speak to the anticipation of, you know, you went through that massive change and leading up kind of how this one's going to be. What are some of the main things that you're I say looking forward to, but, like, what are some of the bigger things that are happening now? Well, number one, the, the uh, structure itself on the scoreboard got significantly larger. <laughs> yeah. um, we raised the bottom of about 10 feet um, from where the display like the LED product started, and then the LED product's about 72 feet tall. So mm -hmm. overall structure was increased. The width stayed the same, um, but that was a major construction undertaking. So just the sheer size of it in our bowl is going to be, uh, from a fan perspective, pretty exciting. Um, having seen it turned on in the past few days, it's been it's been pretty crazy to see that thing light up. It's it's pretty exciting. And then <laughs> yeah. the north displays, we had some old uh, TriVision technology up yep. there uh, that we eliminated and turned those displays, um, the structure itself, into full LED on the front side of it. So that's pretty cool. And then we've added some VOM boards. Yep. Uh, we've added some tunnel displays. And probably one of the more exciting things is to see is uh, the indoor displays that we're we're installing those are going to be a huge upgrade for not only game day but the the events that we do on a daily basis here at the stadium those are yeah. going to be huge upgrades yeah so. those are 10 club displays coming in and uh, a forced uh, forced perspective display coming in as well 
that's about what seven feet high by twenty eight feet wide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's going to be an interest. We're we're really uh, we're excited to see how it's wor- it's going to work. We we don't know. I mean, that's uh, it's your first somebody, one here. It's right? the first yeah. one we've had here. So that one, uh, the fans. I don't know if they know it's coming, but ownership and leadership is really excited to see it as well. Um, so and, and I'm excited to turn those on as well. Yeah, and you talked about being excited for the indoor ones and that mm-hmm. being kind of different. I mean. Is it because I know that's just the trend things are going now. We've heard the phrase uh, come early, stay late, right? Mm-hmm. That's what facilities are trying to do. So sure. is it is that kind of why you're looking forward to see like how fans enjoy it when either, I don't know if they get in really early before the games or it's kind of between quarters and half? Like, Well, we're, uh, we're typically a, a, an afternoon game. So there's typically, mm-hmm. um, you know, when we're, when we're on Sunday afternoons, we're a 2 225 kickoff mm-hmm. so there's always the early games on so we try to encourage people to come in early oh okay. um now that we'll have you know upgraded displays in there I, hopefully that brings more people in mm-hmm. brings revenue to the you know to the food service and the club levels and just creates a really good atmosphere in there so i mean there it's going to be spectacular <laughs> I, I, seriously I, that's i'm really excited about that i mean it's nice to see a, ma- a massive display inside <laughs> the seating bowl yeah, yeah. but get inside it's pretty cool it's the first we've had in the in this building i mean we've had you know projection screens and mm-hmm. video cubes and things like things like that but this is this is going to be awesome yeah we had talked with nick earlier too and he right. had mentioned things like that it's different when the light is going to be emitting at you or it was sure. like they previously may have just pointed at a tv and so, oh, yeah, well, the game's on right over there, or the out-of-town out of game's on over there. Yeah. But when it's going to be on an LED video wall, it's more just like, oh, you can't not see it. Everyone knows where it's at, and you kind of pay attention to it a little more. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, and it's – I mean, we're just kind of going to get them going and get, get some, uh, you know, some games going. But I think the that's just scratching the surface of what we can do on those displays. Yeah. So not only in the bowl, but in those clubs. Sure. And, and all those are getting installed currently or are, are completely installed. Um, what's the installation process kind of been like from your point of view, seeing all of that happen or seeing that massive display going up? Uh, well, if you want to take us back a little less than a year ago, it's been a fast track project. Um, it was just a little under a year ago where ownership came to you know leadership here and said, hey, uh, this is what we want to do. So it was, it's been a pretty condensed project when you consider a year ago when we approached you guys, nobody was sure that we could buy enough steel or there would be enough steel available oh, yeah. to build a structure to support a 72 by 225 foot display <laughs> yeah. right and going to integrators on a control room project they weren't sure if there was product out there that they could deliver product in a control room so oh, okay so looking back in a year it's been pretty fast track and pretty exciting to see all that come together because you know we weren't there were a lot of unknowns back then so that's that's pretty exciting right there. Yeah, it sounds like the stars align to make everything come in for this season for you. <laughs> well, there's that, and then you know contractors and and uh, you know integrators and folks that have helped us along the way, mm-hmm. um, consultants, etc. There's been a lot of people that have had their hand in this bucket. So um, ha- you know, tip my hat off to them. Right, we're we're at the tail end of this. Mm-hmm. You know, my team is uh, you know trying to pull all those pieces together that people have been working on for a year and. and actually make it come to life so and when you mentioned ownership came down to leadership and said this is something we want to do what is your level of involvement maybe when these projects start up like this is it I got to imagine from the control side it's definitely a big thing of okay I don't know I don't know if it goes this way but if it's Pat here's what we're looking at is this gigantic board what do you need to make it run or are you involved on the display side too kind of how do you fit in uh basically all of it right it wasn't it wasn't (laughs) I I wasn't the decider of any of it right I mean we used 
um, our internal people to help make decisions, mm -hmm. consultants, et cetera. Um, so it, it was kind of like, hey, this is what we're thinking about doing. Okay. Can you guys make it work? Um, when I say leadership, there's some people on the, the stadium management side that kind of are those conduits and kind of the go-between leadership, mm -hmm. so or ownership, I should say. Okay. So it was kind of like a, the, the ownership and your group kind of working together to say, okay, we want this thing to be this big, or we want the the largest 16 by nine <laughs> in, in the NFL now that we're this I, tall or I, I must say I was not part of uh, how we decided on what the size of that display. Okay. I really don't know. And I don't know if it became, uh, we, we think this is the, the size it can be. What does that look like? Dactronics on a pixel pitch, you know, yeah. if it's 10 okay. or 13 or eight or whatever it could be. Mm -hmm. uh, and then what does that, you know, equal in a, in pixels? I, I, I wasn't <laughs> that, that early right, on, right. to be honest with you. I think I was at the point where like, hey, this is what we're doing. Okay. So, and then from a control room standpoint, yeah, heavily involved with uh, mm -hmm. the folks out there doing that part. So what was so. your reaction though when they said this is what we're doing and you saw the size and scope of it? Were you kind of either excited for it or, oh man, that's going to take a lot of work? Well, right. I mean, this was just about a year ago. So yeah, a year yeah. ago so we, were starting a, we were starting a football <laughs> season. So it's like, oh boy, when do we have time to make this happen? And um, basically we were in the process through the entire season. Um, you know, working with everybody. Yeah. And then, you know, we weren't signing some contracts till like start of the year. I mean, heck the, the indoor displays. I mean, I think we were signing that deal like in May or something like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, you know, tip my hat off to Dactronics for pulling all of that off, to be honest with you. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and with the size of it and the number of displays, what are you thinking for like the, the game day experience and, and the plans going forward? Is it like integrating all of these together and kind of showing, certain things on the main display and certain things on the corner displays and maybe have that bleed into the clubs a little bit, or do you have plans for that? Um, clubs will probably mostly be just showing you the red zone or, or our game at this point, right? Mm -hmm. That's why I was saying earlier, just kind of scratching the surface sure. of what we can do with those displays. Um, most of the focus has been on the, in the bowl right there. Um, you know, I, you probably have talked to Nick Schultz about, you yep. know, what, what he's really on the creative side, making okay. that happen. Yeah. Uh, for us, it's the behind the scenes where nobody sees that. Just making sure that the working with your team on that, the you know, the boards are working and the control room is supporting all that stuff. That's so, the behind the scenes. As long as everything's working and nobody notices anything, it's great, right? The, yep. <laughs> I, I kind of like to be in that scenario. I don't want to be uh, in front of a camera telling podcast, all about this stuff. Yeah. In a podcast. <laughs> Hide me. <laughs> Even though, well, I won't go there. <laughs> that was because I was curious. I was going to ask because uh, we did talk with Nick, right? And how does your group work with his group? And I think you're kind of alluding to it here, though. But is it when game day comes, then kind of how are you guys uh, interacting on game day? Because I know they're making the content, make sure it goes out. Are you kind of just still overseeing everything to make sure it gets from A to B, or what's your like your game day view of? Uh, how you work with his group well fortunately nick's in our office so we work on a day-to-day -day basis okay. and meet all nice. the time on what what uh you know the marketing side is wanting to do with the displays what the team is wanting to do what mm -hmm. we think fans might want to do uh, what the entertainment side wants to do and then um we converse all the time of how from an engineering side we're going to make all that happen from a from a video display or from the video side from communication you know from all the aspects and pieces that that help us put all that together mm -hmm. so um again we work very closely together so yeah and he, he took a while to talk about um hdr so i wasn't sure to get your thoughts on that because we said there's part of this that's keeping up with the living room experience right mm -hmm. it's 
the 16 by 9 he mentioned too was a big deal because now you don't have to have a smaller zone yep. uh, like the longer narrower bur- yep. narrower board was yeah. narrower <laughs> board was yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Yep. third time's a charm um, but it is kind of that deal of all right it needs to be high resolution 16 by 9 and HDR kind of how, how how important is that to you think or how does that affect your side that the display is going to be HDR um, well, you hit it. I mean, in some ways, we are competing with uh, the fans staying at home and watching the game on their, you know, eighty-five hundred-inch screen. So that that is part of what ownership and leadership wants to do is is compete with that and provide a superior product. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the cameras in HDR, that that high dynamic range looks looks spectacular, especially in a in a stadium where we're typically the two twenty-five. Yep. Halfway through that game, we're half shadows, half you that's know, bright. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's gonna you know that's gonna tear it up. That's gonna look awesome. Um, you know, we got our cameras in and we're shooting across the the stadium, and you know we can zoom into a, a single seat and we can zoom into the dark areas and get definition. I mean, it looks looks spectacular. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we haven't gone through a full game scenario to see how it's gonna look on the display. Um, but from what I can tell so far, it's, look, it's looking spectacular. Awesome. So, uh, anything you're looking more, looking forward to most, like this year, knowing kind of how things changed, maybe in 2013, and and how that um, implementation went. Now, maybe in 2023 again, anything really exciting that you're looking to do with the displays in both? Uh, again, I'll defer to Nick on that. Okay. For me, for me, <laughs> it's just it's just uh, people walking in and seeing that display. I think is going to be pretty exciting and, and our game day crew as well right I mean they're all you know everyone that works for us on a game day they're you know kind of nerdy you know scoreboard kind of broadcast people that sound awesome get fa- get fat <laughs> get right. Fa- right get fascinated by this kind of stuff so <laughs> yep. um yeah I think I think just from uh not only being an employee but from a pa- fan perspective just kind of that excitement of like hopefully it energizes uh the stadium a little bit more and so. Even along those lines, you said you realize this job is 365 days a year. There's multiple events. Sure. How do you and Nick kind of work together for other events that come in, like concerts or things? Are you heavily involved with that, or is it depend on the show? Yeah, so concerts, uh, they're usually pretty self-sufficient, and up to this point haven't used our assets very much. Mm-hmm. I will say, and again, tipping my hat off to Dactronics, um, the Taylor Swift show did use our North displays. Okay, nice. Um, that was a huge drive from... Um, from everybody on the SMC and the stadium side, um, the Taylor Swift show was asking in like February, can they use our displays? <laughs> yeah. uh, at that time, we weren't sure what was going to be happening on July 14th and 15th, <laughs> knowing the show was going to be here. Yeah. Um, but Dactronics made it happen. We took a video signal from the show and were able to display it up on those North displays. Cool. And the real driver behind that is they were able to sell seats pretty much be- backstage oh. that they could see the, okay. the screens even though she <laughs> she performs a lot of hers out in the stage out in the middle of the field that mm-hmm. they could they could see her but um yeah they look fantastic got a lot of compliments from a lot of people of how great they looked wow um so yeah that was nice. that was pretty but so concerts are kind of self-sufficient they don't yeah. traditionally have not really used our our products we're supporting a, in a way that maybe there's some pre-concert some advertising will maybe run on ribbons or um, on those north displays, we've added maps and things like that, so people on the floor oh, can kind of okay. see where they're sitting, yeah. and mostly emergency messaging if there's, you know, for some reason lightning or whatever we need to evacuate oh, or, yep. or yep. whatever. That's kind of our standby. I know as technology changes and shows get to be more intense, like a Taylor Swift and those, I can see us being a little more integrated on a concert 
um, you know, scenario moving forward, kind of mm -hmm. much like an arena or something like that. Um, but I also work with Nick, like this year we're doing an Air Force football game. So, you know, we're working with Air Force uh, on their game and content that we'll be doing the boards with. Okay. Um, but this facility, this building does 300, you know, pre-COVID, we were doing 300 like private special events in this building oh, wow. that, you know, probably 20, 30 times, maybe 40 that they would use um, assets in the seating bowl. Wow. Whether it's a scoreboard with a logo or a live camera or things like that. So we're working with that team pretty closely on, you know, specifications and, mm -hmm. you know, things like that, things we need. Um, and then there's always the daily request of uh, somebody from sponsorship or premium seating that wants to welcome somebody or try to sell a suite with putting their logo out there. Oh, so there that, that'll, sure. that'll sure. happen on a daily basis here pretty <laughs> soon. So we, we've kind of been able to keep that at arm's length till we really know what's going on. And yeah, okay. that's coming shortly. I was curious so. if that extends out. So you talk about all the private events that you have in the bowl even, but we were talking, I don't know, two or three months ago is with the university of Minnesota, the golfers mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and their football stand, they're getting new stuff this fall, but they got a concourse display, right? And they didn't have previously, and they loved it. And I think even the Packers may have said this, but now when they have that, they start using that area as a way to reserve things, whether it was like wedding receptions yeah. or anything. So mm -hmm. yeah, wedding do you do anything yeah. outside the bowl too? Or is it always when you have these events, is it mainly like out on the field or do you do anything? No, it's, outside? we have, we have club levels. I mean, we have multiple spaces that we, we will host uh, events rent. for. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, and we do anything from a, you know, meeting of 10 people in a suite to a full stadium buyout and anything in between, like, proms and homecomings oh, and, yeah. and business meetings and uh, podcast recordings podcast yep, recordings <laughs> i think tomorrow we have like a like a i don't know what you call it a recruit military thing where you know like a I don't know what do you call it when people like their booze and everybody walks around a booth. I can't think of the name. Oh, oh trade, like show? trade show, trade yeah, show, trade show. Yeah, like a trade show. Yeah, we get trade shows <laughs> yeah. all the time, man. So yeah. a full event uh, entertainment venue with multiple Ab spaces. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. cool. And we'll uh, we'll sell you any space you want, man. You, you, <laughs> doesn't matter. Sure. We, you know, kind of a goal in the in the stadium side is you know annually see how many people we can get through this building, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of a feather in our cap to see, you know how many people we can pass through this building and, and give to the community on uh, what a great facility this is. So it's, you know, somewhat this is a uh, taxpayer investment. So yeah. 20 years ago, this was a, uh, you know, taxpayer-funded facility. So Okay. Yeah. Um, just trying to think then over the course of everything that you've been through, even with this, um, this upgrade, is there any advice or anything you'd give anyone that would say maybe is going through a similar situation uh, and maybe has a role kind of like that you have now but with a different team at all? Uh, in, include as many people as you can throughout the process, right? There's, there's different people that have different uh, stakes along the way, right? And mm -hmm. uh, definitely include all your engineers and people that and your end users, um, as well as any kind of consultants, integrators, like professionals in, in the industry to help give you advice and lead you along the way. Um, because in the end, you're the one that's got to operate it and make it yeah. happen. You're the one that's got to live with it. Um, and leadership and ownership's going to ask you to do things that uh, maybe you never thought of. But, uh, <laughs> you know, if they're there in the beginning to help you lead you and uh, um, you got some good people around you, that's, that's probably the biggest thing. Now, do you? So. And I'm kind of curious, too, what yeah. we ask this from time to time. How do you kind of stay up to date with what others are doing? Do you go, do you travel other facilities, too, and kind of see how they're 
either their signage or how they run their game day productions or kind of how do you help stay on top of uh, Yeah, I mean, in this instance, it was, um, you know, a very quick decision that they yeah. were doing this. So it wasn't, um, you know, like we did a lot of tours last year or saw a lot of displays or, you know, Dactronics was, uh, you know, courting us in, in, you know, different venues and things like that. Yeah. Um, traditionally, yeah, it would make sense to go visit a few places. Um, this season we'll probably hit, you know, some of the newer facilities and thinking of the next rendition of what we do and kind of see how people are using their current technology. Yeah. Um, and, you know, definitely like NAB, um, yeah. sometimes we go to idea, some okay. other, some other of those types of trade shows is always good too. Yep. Um, and you know, keep in contact with local vendors and, um, sales guys. So sure. The idea hacking is what I think yeah. they say at idea yeah. all the time too. Is yeah. Yeah, see you what can, someone else does. Yeah, you can take yeah. our ideas. They said minor league baseball teams used to that. Everyone always just takes yeah, off sure. all the crazy random stuff that they always do. So it's yeah, yeah, fun. yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and one other question I I kind of thought of here with mm -hmm. your history here, kind of put you on the spot. Do you have any kind of favorite moments that stick out in the past since you've been here? Um, I'm sure there's probably a few to choose from. If there's too many, I understand. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, as an employee, probably uh, Super Bowl 50 was, you know, okay. wasn't necessarily anything that happened at, at, at this stadium, mm -hmm. but obviously the AFC and championship game that took us to that Super Bowl was pretty magical. Mm -hmm. uh, and a couple years prior to that, hosting an AFC championship game, I think it was 06, we had an AFC championship game. It was pretty incredible. Um, Probably another interesting one was probably, uh, what was it, 08, 09? The Obama, uh, his acceptance speech was here oh, uh, nice. in Vesco Field. And I can't remember, was that the election? 08, I think, something like that. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, <laughs> yeah. That, was a, that was a pretty interesting uh, couple of weeks of, of life uh, with that event here. Um, Taylor Swift at all? Are you, are you a Swifty <laughs> yeah. pad at all? Is that <laughs> uh, I am not a Swifty, but man, what a, what a show. That's what I heard. That, that's incredible. If you're if you're a fan or not, that's that's incredible. We've been hearing that from anybody we've talked to that's been there. So yeah. Yeah, and you know, we've we've had a lot of concerts over the years, mm -hmm. and and every single one of them. You get big uh, stadium shows; they're always pretty pretty magical, man. So yeah, you know, like the Chesneys of the Worlds and Luke Bryan. Oh, yeah. Last year we had Luke Combs. I mean, you know, I'm kind of as you can tell, more of a country fan than oh, yeah, anything else. But we had Elenium here this summer. I don't know if you know who that is, but more like a DJ. Uh, oh, okay, um, nice. Uh, unbelievable show, like fire, and I mean, this place was like raining LEDs and lights and oh, wow. fire, and yeah, it was <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Forty thousand people like banging their head at the same time. <laughs> uh, it was like an EDM show, I guess. Is yeah. what it was. So, uh, being a part of that kind of stuff is pretty cool too. And uh, you know, over the years, being in events where you know there's alumni here and things like that like behind the scenes stuff you know honoring uh some of our ring of famers or hall of famers or things oh, okay. like that being sure. and being in a room of that kind of stuff and you know growing up as a you know like a football fan right a sports fan it's yeah. it's, it's pretty magical yeah no that's a lot of big moments thanks for thanks for sharing those with us and yeah. thanks for taking the time to sit down with yeah. us and letting us uh, take over the conference room here and, and talk to you on the podcast <laughs> sure uh thanks for having me yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll go with uh, ten years again before the next time, or maybe yeah. a little bit sooner than that. I, I, we'll see. I mean, uh, it's uh, new ownership. We'll, we'll see what happens we'll in the next few years. <laughs> right. I will probably be retired by then. Oh, okay, uh, so okay, we'll, we'll go by that. You might have to find me on a beach somewhere or something. <laughs> oh, it sounds like a plan. <laughs> All right, All right, thanks, thanks, Pat. No, thank you, guys, man. See you.